Welcome to the Ross Weekly, where we present to you the latest happenings and upcomings in the Ross community. And today we'll take a look back at a very eventful Thanksgiving break. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Hoffenbeck, and with me I have two of our fantastic BBU producers, Eduardo Raymond and Michaela Terrell. Welcome to you both. Excited to chat with you very soon. Um, as I mentioned, we're going to highlight what's coming up this week, look back at I mean, it's a Thanksgiving break, and hopefully we all took a break, which we'll discuss soon. Um, a legendary game on Saturday between the Michigan Wolverines and our arch nemeses, the Ohio State Buckeyes in football. And look forward to a couple of weeks sprint before finishing the semester here in December. So uh, to kick things off, let's do some looking ahead before we look back. Um, Eduardo, what do we have on deck this week? Well, thank you, Eric. Um, so this week we have a lot of stuff. Coming up tomorrow, Tuesday, 5 p.m. Uh, in the Robertson Auditorium, the Sanger Leadership Center and the Ross Design and Business Club invite you to attend our latest Story Lab event, the Story Lab Fall Showcase. Uh, Story Lab is designed to spotlight diverse voices while teaching participants about courage and leadership. Join us November 30th to support your fellow Wolverines as they tell powerful and authentic stories on stage. And then on Thursday, 7 p.m. at Rick's, Maze and Jew is celebrating the fifth night of Hanukkah with an open bar, special vodka concoctions, delicious latkes, donuts, and other Israeli snacks. If you don't know, Hanukkah is a Jewish festival, also known as the Festival of Lights. It's observed for eight days and nights, uh, and just like any other Jewish holiday, there's special food that goes along with it. Um, latkes are one of the customary Hanukkah foods. They're essentially fried potato pancakes, and they're usually served with sour cream. I love them. Um, and Detroit R&B, the Detroit Revitalization and Business Club, um, has the Detroit Design Trek going on on Friday at 10 a.m., uh, join them for a day trip to downtown Detroit to learn more about how art and design has influenced the history and future of Detroit. The trip will include a private tour of the Heidelberg Project, a private talk at the Detroit Center for Innovation with local Detroit artist Donna Jackson on gentrification and art, and a visit to the Detroit Artist Market Museum. Michaela, do you want to share some other stuff that's going on this week? Absolutely. So continuing on Friday at 1 p.m. in Ross, the African Business Club in collaboration with the African Graduate Students Association and African Study Center is hosting the first of their series of fireside chats. The first session is called Private Equity and Venture Capital, Ross Trailblazers, Trailblazers in Africa. And we'll feature two experts, apologies in advance for any mispronunciations, but we have Ugo Ikemba, co-managing partner of the Jamaica Actus SME Fund, and Namdi Medwagwu, principal at KKR and Co. And they're gonna be talking about opportunities and challenges investing in Africa. Wrapping up for this weekend, we have Risky Business with their holiday show, Rock the Holidays. Have you been fondly reminiscing on one of the most iconic nights of fall 2021 and craving more? Well, rest assured, MBAs, Ross Business is here to give the fans what they want. They've even bumped up their capacity to accommodate more classmates. So get ready for the Risky Business Holiday Show this Saturday at Necto. Come dressed up in your best holiday garb and get ready to dance and sing along. And then moving into Ann Arbor events for this weekend, we're going to have Midnight Madness this Friday from 7 to 11 p.m. in downtown Ann Arbor. So head downtown Friday night to kick off the holiday season. 
with holiday lights, sidewalk musicians, food, drink, and shopping deals across downtown Ann Arbor. It's sure to be a great time. Get to really enjoy all the snow that fell this weekend. So I think it's going to be a really nice holiday time. It really is. <clears throat> and actually, uh, Midnight Madness, I believe, sparks the return uh, for one night only of Bill's Beer Garden, which happens to be my favorite establishment to uh, consume a malted beverage on in downtown Ann Arbor, uh, now closed for the season. Um, and I also wanted to point out some of these great events this week, like Story Lab. Uh, this is the first time we're getting to see it in person, actually, since before COVID. So um, that should be really exciting to hear our classmates share really uh, authentic stories about uh, their background, their past. Um, so holy cow, what a week. This sprint is about to start uh, towards the end of the semester, um, which is a great transition into some of the rest of our conversation about sort of taking a quick step to look back and then looking ahead. Um, but first, Given that, Eduardo, Michaela, you're both going to be regular voices on this podcast. We'd love for each of you to remind the listeners your background before Ross, maybe what you're involved in, um, and then what you're hoping to do after, either short-term or visions for the future. And Michaela, we'll start with you. Absolutely. So yes, as you mentioned, uh, my name is Michaela Farrell. Um, I am coming from 10 years in New York City, uh, but was born and raised in small town, Texas, Abilene, Texas, for any of the in the knowers. <laughs> um, so prior to Ross, I was in the nonprofit industry. That's where I spent my whole career. And I am coming to, to Ross to pivot and transition into investment banking. So it's a quite big pivot for me. It's definitely limited to some of my uh, extracurricular activities, but I am part of the Detroit r Club, which is really awesome. Had a really good time in that so far. And other than that, just trying to uh, learn finance. <laughs> So that's where I met. Eduardo, how about you? Um, yeah, I'm super excited to be here. I grew up listening to news on the radio like every day. And my friends would uh, probably tell you that I've been practicing for this moment um, for a really long time, just by the length of the audios that I send to them on WhatsApp. Um, but yeah, so my name is Eduardo Raymond. Um, I'm an MBA one from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Uh, I was born and lived there for most of my life, but I also spent about five years here in Michigan when I was growing up. Um, so being here at uh, U of M is definitely a coming home of sorts. Um, I'm an engineer by trade, but I worked for the past uh, six years in a variety of sales and marketing roles at General Motors in Brazil. And um, over here at Ross, um, I'm looking to expand a little bit more on my business and marketing knowledge uh, and hopefully land a product marketing um, function job in, in tech after this. Um, I am a part of Braza, the Brazilian Student Business Association, and I'm also a part of the cycling club, uh, even though I haven't participated as much as I would like to. But uh, I will say I, ha I had the opportunity to go on a ride with them to the Dexter Cider Mill um, a couple of weeks ago, and that was super nice. And um, one last thing, me and Michaela, fun fact, we're in um, a Sanger leadership um, activity over the summer before both of us arrived here called the um, yeah Summer Leadership Pods. Great experience to start getting involved in the Ross community, learn a little bit more about um, some of the Sanger offerings. And yeah, um, again, super excited to be here, listen to so many episodes when I was applying. It was a great resource for me and just extremely happy to, to be here um, contributing to the podcast. 
Yeah, Eduardo was one of my first friends at Ross. <laughs> Thank you, Summer <laughs> Leadership Pods. It's definitely a good time. That's amazing. And honestly, like uh, something we probably don't talk about on the pod as much is that finding friends, everyone's so welcoming and warm, but it's still, you have that stress of whether or not you're going to find your people um, and new friends in this new experience. So thrilled to hear you met each other over uh, the summer break. Um, I realize I will share mine briefly as well. I don't know if I've ever shared it on the podcast because I joined the team last year. Uh, so very briefly, actually similar to you, Michaela, I uh, spent the last six years before Ross uh, in Denver, Colorado, well, Denver and Colorado Springs uh, in the nonprofit space, uh, first in philanthropy, and then most recently uh, leading a leadership development nonprofit uh, to uh, influence folks to go into public service uh, at some point in their life. Um, I came to Ross to really hone in in those foundational business skills, just like many of my peers, um, and make that pivot to the private sector, which in my case has led me to uh, consulting. Uh, so I uh, interned with Accenture Strategy over the summer, uh, and I'm thrilled to say that I'm going back uh, after Ross, which is very exciting to know that I've got where I'm going, what I'm doing, um, but hopefully sometime in the future, uh, either start or join a social enterprise, uh, hoping to work on a private sector solution uh, towards helping solve climate change, uh, I think would be something I'm interested in. So um, anyways, we are going to get back to why that's relevant here in a minute as we talk about Thanksgiving break. But first, we have to talk about probably the greatest victory in the history of Michigan football for at least a couple decades. Uh, the Michigan Wolverines defeat the defeated the Ohio State Buckeyes 42-27 in a game at the Big House. Um, the fans stormed the field. Uh, I did not quite get to the field, but was at the game. Eduardo, I know you were at the game too. Um, number one, ha have you liked American football since growing up? Um, and number two, what was it like being at being in the Big House uh, this Saturday? Oh, great questions. So, no, I did not grow up um, enjoying or watching American football. I am a huge fan of uh, the other kind of football or soccer, as, as um, it's also known. Um, and I, I, I knew I had to get season tickets because I knew it was a huge part of the NBA experience. And I'm also a huge sports fan, even though I wasn't necessarily a, an American football fan. Um, but it's been I don't know everything that I could have, you know, wished for. Great season. We won all of our home games, uh, and we came into the this last game uh, being, you know, huge underdogs. And you don't have to be, you know, a a, a football, you know, geek nerd or know anything uh, just about it besides that setup. Um, and coming up against Ohio State, who had beaten uh, Michigan State. Uh, by a huge margin as well a week or two before that. And we lost our only game of the season to Michigan State. So there was all of that going on. And um, a lot of Michigan fans as well, they might not admit it now, but they were also skeptical. Um, but so so it was just extremely fun to, to, to see, um, you know, how, how the game um, panned out. Um, Hassan Haskins is an absolute legend. Um, Mike Sane Rastil and and um, all the receivers did a great job as well. And the storming of the field was fantastic. I kept telling my friends that I was going to storm the field. I was going to storm the field. And then we were sat so far up that it just didn't end up happening. 
Um, but it was a, a great time and I, you know, cannot, um, recommend enough that if you are listening to this podcast as a student that's applying to come here, make sure, uh, that you, um, go to a couple of football games. You don't necessarily need to get season tickets. I would personally recommend them if you're a sports fan. Um, but yeah, it, it was, a uh, a, a great time. Michaela, you, um, you were flying for for a good chunk of the game, right? Um, how how did that go? That's right. I was flying home from Thanksgiving break uh, during most of the game. I was in uh, you know the car ride back from the Detroit airport during the fourth quarter, and I was you know catching a ride with a Ross classmate, and our our driver was uh, also a big Michigan fan, so we were all kind of cheering them on from from the car. So <laughs> it was still a nice, fun kind of bonding moment. Um, and I will say, so I, as I mentioned, grew up in small town, Texas. We were kind of in that West Texas football uh, space. Uh, Friday Night Lights, the football, the movie uh, was based on kind of the conference we were in. It was really fun. And I will say it's actually very reminiscent. My senior year of high school, our football team won the Texas State Championship, the 5A division, for the first time in like something very similar, like 50 years or something. It was crazy. So um, I'm enjoying all of these comebacks. It's been really great. Very exciting. Um, I'm loving it. Yeah. Well, one last thing uh, I, I will say as well is it was, um, if if you didn't know, the 300th consecutive game that the Michigan stadium had more than a hundred thousand people in attendance, which to me is crazy. Uh, it's also the third biggest stadium in the world. It, it was just a fantastic experience. Eric, any highlights that, that you wanted to share? Um, I, you're, you're a big sports fan as well, right? Very much so. Um, even my identical twin brother painted his room maize and blue growing up, um, despite having not many connection to the University of Michigan. So I've known the fight song since I've been you know, 10 years old. Um, <clears throat> Michaela, I think you might be the good luck charm, uh, given that happened during your senior year in high school. Here you are in the MBA program. Um, I think the highlight was, yeah, I mean, just watching the, the students and, and all fans really storm the field at the end of the game. Um, I too did not quite make it all the way to the field, but I got close. Um, and actually my voice, if it sounds a little bit raspier, it's, uh, some lingering effects you could say from, uh, being actively involved in all the cheers. Um, definitely I, it's going to be one of those takeaways from this whole NBA experience that once in a lifetime, um, and agree with Eduardo. If, if you like sports, just being in the big house for one of those games, even for one, is one of those uh, sort of bucket list items. Actually, my father-in-law and mother-in-law were there, um, both big sports fans, and they were able to, to experience that too. And, and that was really special. So what a game uh, to cap off a great Thanksgiving break. Agreed. And now hoping we, um, you know, make it all the way. Um... We're playing uh, Iowa, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in the Big Ten Championship. And um, if that goes well, we'll be going on um, to play maybe Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct, Eric? Theoretically, we should make the college football playoff, uh, though there's subjectivity uh, to the matter. But uh, all signs are pointing to if we beat Iowa this weekend at, at 8 p.m., um, we should be in the college football playoff for the first time. Very excited. 
Okay. Um, and we're just coming back from Thanksgiving break. Um, wanted to, to touch on that. What did you do? Did you, were you able to take a break? How did you spend your time? Um, Michaela, I'll pass it off to you. Absolutely. I will take this one first. So for Thanksgiving break, I, well, it was a bit of a mixed bag. So I actually had an interview the Friday kind of ending the week before spring break or fall break. <laughs> um, so I was out down in North Carolina. Uh, so it made me uh, push my flights back home a bit. So had a little time there. I had a little time here in Ann Arbor without classes or anything, which was actually really nice. Um, it's fun to kind of be in Ann Arbor without 8 million things going on. So I always try to appreciate those moments. And then got to fly back down to Texas, see my parents. My brother hosted Thanksgiving for us this year. He got a new smoker. So he smoked a turkey and a ham. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, got to see my niece. And so it was a really good time. Um, and then, as I mentioned, flew back on Saturday during the game, <laughs> which was still a really fun experience. Um, so that was my break. And I really did take time off. I did not open my computer, didn't check my emails. Like it was a very low key week for me. Um, folks may have heard that recruiting for investment banking is definitely on the more intense side of recruiting uh, around the MBA uh, sphere. Um, but it's been fun um, and definitely have had a lot of support. Uh, we're a small but mighty group, the investment bankers. <laughs> definitely have had a lot of support along the way, but it was nice to get a little time off. Thankfully, the uh, real life bankers are also kind of ready for the break too. So it's a bit of a quiet week on the recruiting front, which was much appreciated. We are back in the thick of it now. Classes are back. Recruiting is back. So here we go. Eric, what about you? How was your break? It was solid. Um, I would say very similarly, uh, sort of checked out, so to speak. Um, I think a lot of uh, my classmates in the MBA2 class have reflected that it has just felt so much more intense this year with more events happening. We have to commute to class because we were on Zoom last year, so we could just kind of roll out of bed and you know, put on clothes and go to class. Um, so I think just the, um, the excitement of being in person and not wanting to miss everything caused a lot of people to sort of like burn the candle at both ends and really need this time um, to be able to spend time with family, uh, see friends and just take a break from the MBA life. I know last year I actually spent a lot of break working on applications um, I, for consulting, recruiting. A lot of the application deadlines were early December. So like the first or second. So I spent time doing that last year, but this year definitely took a break, had a excuse me, a lovely Thanksgiving uh, with my wife and, and her family um, and was really able to just enjoy the time away. And, and so, and then of course this week, uh, you know, it's Monday now and things are right back getting going again. So um, nice to be able to take a break. And I think it's worth mentioning that MBAs should take breaks. Uh, Eduardo, did you take a break? Anything? Uh, yeah, uh uh, yes, yes. Um, so I, my parents um, are an hour away from from us. They live in the suburbs of Detroit. So um, I, it was super nice spending the week with them. And um, I also worked on some applications, but I made sure I wasn't doing that 100% of the time. 
Um, I also had to do some some shopping for winter gear, so so that was nice. I'm not um, particularly fond of of um, you know going into stores and trying out clothes, but my mom um, is is more excited for that sort of stuff. So um, I uh, got um, to to you know. Um, buy some stuff with with some pretty nice discounts because of Black Friday and everything that was going on last week. Um, so, so yeah, but definitely uh, did some recruiting stuff. Started watching Ted Lasso, which is a great show as well. If any of you have not seen it and are into to sports, Jason Sudeikis, um, etc. Great show as well. And um, yeah. Um, Michaela, um, <laughs> I was gonna add, aren't moms great, Eduardo? It feels like oof. the older we get, the more we appreciate them, though. <laughs> Do not get enough praise, honestly. It's so true. Um, yeah, also, well, guys, how wild is it that we only have two weeks left before finals? Like, my mind is totally blown. <laughs> I was it feels checking like it came so quickly. Yeah, no, sorry to cut you off. I was going to say I was checking the calendar um, this last week just to see how how um, long we still had or how many weeks we <laughs> I could have just done the math, honestly. But um, and then I realized we only have two weeks left before, you know, like you said, finals, which is super intense because um, a lot of stuff is, is really ramping up um, a lot of group projects uh, and just recruiting in general, as well as finals. So um, intense, right? There's so much going on. There's so much going on. Like like you said, with classes, with social activities, I feel like everybody's trying to cram everything in. Um, But looking forward, I'm curious, like, what are, where are your mindsets? Where are you guys at? What are you looking forward to? Are you nervous about anything? Eric, what do you got going on? I would say, um, it's an intro, like I'm in a lot of elective classes right now that I'm really enjoying. Um, and they have actually quite a bit more, uh, academic work too. Um, and so I've actually been really trying to focus on getting the most out of those classes. Um, and then also I would say socially, uh, a lot of my classmates are studying abroad, uh, next semester, which I actually, before this like semester, I didn't realize that was even possible in an MBA program. So really neat people going to Paris and Argentina and Italy, um, London, all over. And so I socially trying to find time to grab coffee or um, go play some basketball or um, grab happy hour with folks who are gonna be gone for either a few weeks in winter A, um, a few classmates are actually gone leaving for all of the winter semester, coming back just in time for graduation. So um, I would say focus a lot on sort of continuing to build those amazing relationships that I feel like I've been able to develop over the course of a year and a half. Um, so I'm most looking forward to that. Um, most nervous about just knowing my work style, probably letting things pile up a little bit close to the last minute and then realizing I have a lot of work to do in uh, not as much time, uh, sort of a uh, lifelong challenge for me. Uh, so a little nervous about that, but I know it'll all get done and get done well. Um, so yeah, that's that's where I'm thinking. Eduardo, how about you? <clears throat> uh, do you know the feeling of just so many thoughts like going through your head and you're not able to, you know, really hone down on one specific thing? It's, it's a lot going on, honestly. Uh, and 
you hear about, um, everyone tells you about how the NBA really is um, about prioritizing, right? You're spinning several plates and you have to really decide at the end of the day, which one you're not um, as heavily, you know, um, focused on or is not that rewarding to you. Uh, and that can be a challenge because um, a lot of times that's that's easier to do. But here we're usually split between things that are very exciting to all of us, right? Um, be it academics, um, be it, you know, recruiting or, or just the social activities. One of the main reasons why I did want to, um, you know, get an MBA was because I, I studied engineering. I was working in business. I want to go back to work with, you know, marketing. Um, but I, I needed some of that you know, academic knowledge. So that's one of the things that for some people, it might be easier to not focus on that as much, but that's something that, that I am, am interested in. So it makes the, the, the challenge of, you know, really picking and prioritizing um, just harder. But, but yeah, looking forward to the last uh, few weeks of, of the year. Uh, it's going to go by super fast. Um, the days, um, sometimes people say, you know, days go by slowly, but the years and the, the months, uh, you know, fly by. But I feel like even the days are flying by. Um, and I wish they were a little bit longer sometimes. Um, but yeah, so, so just excited about, you know, everything that's going on, um, especially this week, you know, trying to take it one day at a time. So excited for, um, the story lab, uh, that's going on tomorrow and, and everything else, um, and nervous about, you know, just, just prioritizing, but that's, I think been one of my uh, biggest struggles, uh, since getting here and, um, yeah, Michaela, anything that you wanted to um, close us off with? Yeah, I won't lie. I'm so excited for recruiting to be done. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm, I'm in a position where I will definitely be done with recruiting before before the winter break, which is really exciting. I think all the hard work, definitely seeing that payoff has been very refreshing. <laughs> kind of a reminder that the recruiting process is not for nothing. It turns out you really do get offers <laughs> from this thing. So that's awesome. Um, I also kind of in line with your comments on prioritizing Eduardo, like have really focused on recruiting this, this first semester. So I think it'll be really nice to be able to step into a few more activities, really get back into kind of the social spaces again, um, just put my attention elsewhere. So I'm really excited about that. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing for winter break, you guys. It really snuck up on me, like let alone finals. <laughs> uh, classes have been a little bit on the back burner uh, this this quarter, fall B, uh, but definitely kind of getting back into that. Going to have to do a little bit more studying than I did last last round, but well, nothing nothing that's un, unattainable. So I'm looking forward to all of that. Nervous. I don't know if there's anything I'm too nervous about mostly just excited about everything coming up. It's been really fun kind of getting back into Ann Arbor after the Thanksgiving break. Um, I think everyone's just coming back, especially with the wind. Like it was such a magical time, you guys. We came back, it was all snowy. We won this giant game. Like how can you not be excited about what's coming up? So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I totally agree. Like the energy, I think maybe, maybe it's from the game, maybe it's from a break. It feels really... Uh, at an all-time high, so to speak. Um, 
And, you know, I think you're right. Winter break, hopefully folks are going to be able to take their break. I know we've got the great ski trip going on um, that many students are going to be headed off to, uh, myself included, uh, that I'm very much looking forward to. Um, but yeah, like we're going to make it. Uh, some days it doesn't feel that way. And I know I, I realize an event that we didn't mention, but is worth mentioning two days from now is the map kickoff uh, where you get to, you find out what map looks like this year, which, um, you know, we've talked about map a lot on the pod and it is, uh, it is truly one of the best parts of the Michigan Ross experience. And, and I'm hoping uh, for you all that it's going to be fully in person and, and the true map experience that um, classes before mine and the one previous have all had. So uh, fingers crossed for all of you. Um, well, thank you both for joining. This has been really fun to, to catch up and connect uh, after the break. Um, this has been another edition of the Ross Weekly, a showcase of the latest happenings and upcomings brought to you by Business Beyond Usual. Today's episode was produced by myself, Eric Hoffenbeck, Eduardo Raymond, and Michaela Terrell. Executive producers of BBU are Bob Needham, Christina Weiberg, and myself, Eric Hoffenbeck. Uh, again, thank you all for listening. Until next time, and always, go blue. And this is business beyond usual.